Hey there, my friends. Today's episode is going to be about Aristotle's virtuous anger and how Mars goes to war and what it is we need through our energetic body in order to create the beautiful world that we are stepping into. Have you ever been told you are being dramatic when inside you feel like your world is falling apart? When you know that there is more than drama that is happening in this moment? What is the difference between drama and trauma? And how can we heal from the trauma that life has dealt? This podcast is to bring a clarification to the unspoken childhood and adult life trauma that has been called drama. Together, we can find a way to heal through quantum living, astrological frequency, and intentional actions. But first, let's talk about the drama of trauma. So to start today's episode, I want to talk about Aristotle. So Aristotle is a Greek philosopher who talks about the excess emotion, the deficiency of an emotion, and the mean or virtue of an emotion. And what that means is there is vices and virtues. Uh, Vice is the excess, which means there's a lot of energy there. And the deficient, which means there's not a lot of energy there. And the virtue is where we get to live or are striving to live according to Aristotle. So the reason Aristotle is explaining that we want to live in this virtuous way and we want to live in the virtue of emotions uh, instead of those vices is because that is where we will find happiness. And he states that if you're living in excess or if you're living in a deficiency and not living in a mean, which is the middle ground between excess and deficiency, you will not be able to fully step into a state of happiness. Aristotle's vices and virtues are a way to see emotions that if we strive to live in the mean of these emotions, the virtue of these emotions, will bring happiness into our lives. And so Aristotle goes on to explain that uh, the vice that is known with one of the seven deadly emotions or the seven deadly sins of wrath is potentially not necessarily always a vice. So while wrath in and of itself is an excess to that emotion of anger, it's excessive. It's a desire to in, have that intent to punish or get revenge. Wrath is um, described as, so wrath is described as a strong, vengeful anger or indignation, or it's described as retributory punishment for an offense or a crime. Um, wrath is extreme anger. It is connected to the words rage, fury, annoyance, indignation, outrage, and and it's essentially if you're living in wrath, you're not going to be able to feel the peace that comes in life because you are living in that excess emotion. So when a person is feeling wrath, um, we can describe that word with irascibility, which is what Aristotle uses to describe excessive anger. So irascibility is like wrath with rashness 
put together or askability and rashness are put together, which is what makes wrath. So when a first person is feeling that excessive anger, they're usually not thinking clearly and they will make rash decisions, which will negatively affect maybe their life. And if they're acting in wrath, those rash decisions are most likely going to affect somebody else's life because wrath comes around when there's an intent to punish or to get revenge. And rashness means that there's not that clear thinking that comes with those actions and those intents, which usually means something unfortunate for you and the other person is about to happen if it is you that is acting on wrath. So I want to bring up how Aristotle talks about how every person that has created a most positive, beautiful change in this world that is necessary and needed has stepped into their virtuous anger, their virtuous emotion of anger. And so what is virtuous anger? Is anger appropriate to be a part of virtue? Is that really what creates change? And so virtuous anger is multiple emotions connected together. Uh, the mean of anger um, is patience. And so we have the mean of confidence, which is courage. And so the confidence or courage is the mean of rashness. And so when a person is not acting courageous, they're acting excessively courageous, they are going to act rashly. So when a person is acting in courage, which is that mean energy, that mean emotion, not like rude emotion, but that middle ground of that emotion of rashness mixed with patience, understanding that there is an, an unfair scenario going on that needs to create change that can bring up anger in a person. And this anger can be a righteous anger. It can be a virtuous anger that will drive a person to patiently in a, in an informative way, create change that is needed in order to live a happy life, not only for yourself, but for others. And so now I want to talk a little bit about the energy of Mars. So if we are looking at the celestial body flow that is surrounding our universe, which is the planets, the stars, and how energetically they create this vibrational frequency here on us on planet Earth, Mars is the planet that has the frequency of why we go to war, what actions we take and how we go to war, not necessarily why, but the how, how I go to war, how I use my words in order to change or create change or to do something that I deem is important enough to potentially go to war over. Now, each planet itself has a light aspect and a shadow aspect, and we can look at that light and that shadow aspect as that vice and that virtue. Every single person on this planet has the frequency of Mars in their zodiac chart. Where that zodiac chart sits is where we would find their virtuous energy of Mars and their 
vice energy in Mars. Some people's energy is made in such a way that when they are acting virtuous, when they are acting on their light aspect of that Mars energy, when they're speaking up and attempting to create change that they perceive is necessary to be there, and they're doing it through their light aspects, it comes off naturally and gracefully for them. And now there are other signs where their energy of Mars when that person who has a different sign for Mars located in their zodiac chart, if they were to step into their unauthentic self and attempt to create change the same way that that other person was acting, it would come off unauthentically and it would be more of a shadow aspect. And so the reason I am bringing this up is because for some people, their energy feels different than others. Meaning with Aristotle talking about vices and virtues in the middle ground, every single person's energetic frequency has a different middle ground. So the way I perceive this world is different than the way you perceive this world. And it is supposed to be this way. And we can work together to create beautiful change. However, if you are expecting me to create change the way you create change, it probably won't work because it won't be authentic to me. My middle ground for the virtue of anger is different than your middle ground for this virtue of righteous anger. It comes off different. It looks different. And it's it is important to remember that not every single person will authentically be able to react the same way that we, I do, that you do. And we all are here utilizing our energy in order to create change. And so I want to give us a moment so we can connect to um, the heavens above and the earth below and then allow ourselves to feel that flow of authentic emotion, authentic virtuous anger that would be beneficial with patience, um, be beneficial with courage, and be beneficial to you in your own unique frequency, which is different than mine. However, we can connect to that together. And so I want you to get comfortable, relax. I would love for you to place your feet on the ground, uncross your legs, place your palms Uh, facing upwards on your lap. If you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel and don't close your eyes. If you are not driving, please get comfortable. Close your eyes. I would love for you to imagine the light about 18 inches above your head. This is known as our soul star. Imagine you are sitting in this light 18 inches above your head and imagine this beautiful light enters into the crown of your head through your crown chakra and flows down past your third eye, past your nose, into your throat chakra. And as it is moving down your energetic body, it is removing any negative energy. It moves down past your throat and it swirls your heart chakra three times clockwise and continues moving downwards into your solar plexus, into your sacral chakra, and into your root chakra. And this energy sits in your root chakra as it pulsates and grabs 
any extra energy there that is negatively affecting you. I want you to continue imagining this light goes down your legs, past your knees, into your feet, and there's roots growing out your feet that enter into Mother Earth. And this energy flows down to the core of the earth, connects to the core, and then we receive energy flowing back up from Mother Earth as she continues to pull any negative energy into the earth. At this time, I would like you to imagine extra rage flowing into Mother Earth and patience flowing out of Mother Earth and into your root chakra. Allow your root chakra to fill up with patience and courage at this time as you are choosing to move forward with patience and courage and that desire to create that beautiful change in not only your life, but in the lives of those that you love that you are surrounded by. At this time, I would like you to imagine extra rage flowing into Mother Earth and patience flowing out of Mother Earth and into your root chakra. Allow your root chakra to fill up with patience and courage at this time as you are choosing to move forward with patience and courage and that desire to create that beautiful change in not only your life, but in the lives of those that you love that you are surrounded by. I really do hope that you heard something in this podcast that you can implement into your daily life. If you have, I would appreciate a like, subscribe, share, and a five-star review. If you would like to follow me on Facebook, my group is Celestial Body Astrology and Healing. I am a celestial body business coach who helps my clients break business blocks through quantum living, astrological frequency, and most importantly, those intentional actions. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to the next episode.